Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Herman Cain, and depend on this. Whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, depend on it. Jamie Foxx here. You there? You listening to the Mark Aram Show? You better. He packed in the animals two by two. Ox, camel, and a kangaroo. Packed him in that ox so tight. I couldn't get no sleep that night. Roll the sun, chip and ham. Tell me about that master play. Oh, my love. Welcome back to the show, 1108, 8 after 11. Mark Aram here, you there with you till midnight every Monday through Friday on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Straight ahead, Lonely Tailgater with Blessed or Not Blessed. We are in the middle of our semi-annual Ask Us Anything show, AMA, Ask Me Anything. You can call up and ask me, Longoria or Loti, any question that is on your mind. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Wayne in Atlanta. Wayne, you're on the Mark Aram show. Hey, Mark, how you doing? What's going on, Wayne? Just another day. Indeed. What's your question? What's up with the preach and the whelks? Preach and whelks. All right, so uh, it's basically shorthand for if you call up, I I say, uh, you know, I appreciate you calling up. But instead of, you know, just uh, making it a shorter version, instead of I appreciate it, I just say preach. P-R-E-E-S-H. And instead of saying welcome or you're welcome, we just say welks. So it's just shorthand for, you know, appreciate you and you're welcome. Very good. I kind of thought that's what it was. Yeah. I just wanted some clarity on it. I appreciate y'all. Enjoy your show. Welks, brother. Preach. Well, there you go. Yeah, I like it. never it. caught on. Shut no. up. It does catch on. <laughs> and don't put this weed thing. It was a you <laughs> It was thing. me. Yeah, Pat's up you. next to the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Pat. Hey, how's it going? What's going on, brother? Hey, congratulations on y'all's award last week. Thank you very much, the Marconi. Yes, awesome deal. Got a question for all y'all. It don't matter who bought it, you and your parents. What was y'all's first car? My first car was a 1984 Chevy Caprice Classic, which uh, basically looked like a police car. Um, and it was it was my mom's. I got it. it was a hand me down from my mom's. She gave it to me. Um, the it was a great car. It had a lot of muscle. It was a really fast car. The only problem was every time I pulled up to a party in high school, um, they would see the headlights. <laughs> they thought it was the cops coming. Uh, so nice. people would yeah. yeah. So that was my first car, Longoria. Uh, Nineteen eighty six Nissan Sentra. Ooh, it was my mom's, and it was a hand me down. They didn't look as uh, nice as they do now. Oh no, <laughs> yeah, no. Nineteen eighty six, they were kind of short, yeah, and fat kind of cars. They weren't, <laughs> they weren't anything what they look like. Today. Gotcha. Low T, first car. Nineteen eighty seven Oldsmobile Calais. 
What is that? It was a little four-banger. <laughs> it looked like a, like a Toyota Corolla kind okay. of. It was a little four-banger, four-door. But it was great because the seats folded down in the back, and you could fit a half pony keg oh. in the back with you know hook course, up beer and ball. And we yeah we would we would feed the hose we'd feed the hose through the seats and then we could drink beer and drive around and then if we got pulled over we could just shove everything through in the, the back seat real fast and, ingenious yeah. it was awesome what was your first car Pat uh seventy eight Honda motorcycle oh all right a motorcycle for the first car I like it yeah I I would buy it uh if if I could find an eighty four Chevy Caprice Classic I'd buy I'd buy it really? as a spare car I loved that thing. Bucket seats, the, the you could get busy in the back seat. Mm-hmm. Uh, not bucket seats. Um, bench seats. Bench seats, mm-hmm. yeah. A lot of room. <laughs> Good stuff right there. Thomas is up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Thomas. Hey, why is the world treating you? Excellent. How about you, brother? You know, I'm fat and old, but I'm on the right side of the grass. <laughs> there you go. It don't matter. All right, I got a question for you. It's going to make you think a little bit. Okay. This takes me back to the dog bite lady. All right. All right. Now, she doesn't have insurance. Uh, maybe because, and I only maybe because, and think about this, my wife went through a similar ordeal trying to get Obamacare. Mm-hmm. According to the federal guidelines, she qualified for Obamacare. But since Georgia did not take the Medicaid expansion, okay, okay, she didn't qualify for Georgia Medicaid. So therefore, she would not get a subsidy in order to pay for Obamacare. So if she was going to get Obamacare, she had to pay the full price for it, which was about 400 a month wow. with a $5,000 deductible. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and that's pretty much the way Obamacare works. You know, you, you they'll give it to you for $8 a month if you get a subsidy. But if, but George, if Georgia to, had subscribed, then it would she would have been covered? Right. If Georgia had subscribed to the Medicaid, ex, or the Medicaid expansion, then she would have been eligible for the subsidy because she didn't make enough money to qualify for regular insurance. Actually, by federal guidelines, by Washington guidelines, she made enough money to qualify for Medicaid. But Georgia said, no, we're not going to extend our Medicaid role. Well, that kind of sucks. It does. To be honest with you, Thomas, I know literally next to nothing about Obamacare. I've got... that's I don't, my question. Yeah. What, what what do we do? I, I have no because, idea. You know what I mean? She <laughs> she's stuck with going to the ER anytime she gets sick. Yeah. And then and then here we're stuck with a big bill if she doesn't fill out an indigent care form. What do you uh you say that your girlfriend or your wife? This is my wife. And, and they take and How they do you do you have insurance? Income. I know, I I do. Yes, I do, but I am disabled. I have had uh, nine surgeries on I my spine. Oh, geez. And I, I am not able to go out and earn a living like I used to understood. until I was about 46. Dude, I, honestly, I don't. I have no idea what to say. Um, that's that's probably a Clark Howard question. Um, I really, that's I mean. Good, that's a good question, though, isn't it? It I is mean, a good the question. The government fixed it. To where, and I understand totally why Georgia didn't take the Medicaid expansion because the feds were only going to pay for it for two or three years. Yeah. And then it goes to the state. I don't know. The, I, I wouldn't want to pick up all that Medicaid money. Yeah. I, 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 Thomas, I'm, I'm of zero help. I apologize. I know nothing about Obamacare. Yeah, I, I don't even know, like, my own insurance. I don't know what's going on there. My wife handles all that stuff. So yeah. I apologize. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now... It's time for Blessed or Not Blessed with the Lonely Tailgater. He is the world's foremost expert at what's blessed and what is not blessed. He is the Lonely Tailgater. He joins us every week on the Mark Aram Show. How are you having a blessed evening, sir? 
Oh, you I have to put, pot I, him up. I should you put, have to put him up there. First. Hey, the rookie. Sorry about that, tailgater. I, I, my head was spinning with the Obamacare question. Uh, you know, Auburn's lost twice this season. Who cares? Who yeah. really cares? Hey, uh, one game wild card in baseball. Blessed or not blessed? Very not blessed. It's it doesn't fit. A one game elimination is totally for football. It doesn't fit. It feels unnatural. Mark Richt going forward as Georgia's uh, head football coach. Blessed or not blessed? Mm. You know, if you lose two or three games this year, I don't think you can fire the guy. I, you mean going forward as a long-term solution? Yeah. Well, this is the same school that hired Ray Goff and uh, Jim Donnan. So, you but, know, but, I, don't want, I don't think they want to roll the dice on a new coach hire. So I'll say, you know, let's keep, you know, keep a sure thing. And a sure thing, I mean, a guy's going to win eight or nine games. But Come never on. a national title. You know, uh, it, Rick has probably had three. Let's be honest. He's probably had three, maybe four teams that if they had gotten into a BCS game, could have probably won it. You know, he just, he, he, you know, I, he's, he's had bad timing on some critical losses in his career. That's, that's, that, that's the knockoff Rick. So is he a terrible coach? No. I think he's a better coach than Malzahn. I take Rick over Malzahn. So, yeah. But, but, I, I, I don't want to hear Georgia fans whine. I, mean, <laughs> I got my own problems. Breakfast at McDonald's all day, blessed or not blessed? If it was the full menu, blessed, but it's not the full menu. I think it's like a modified menu. So it's like you can't get the old flapjacks and everything. You can't get the whole business. So I'm going to say not blessed. You can't get the whole business. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, Halloween Whopper at Burger King, blessed or not blessed? Now, I have read reports that it has made people's, what's the word I'm looking for? Their poop turned green. Their leavings turn green, yes. Um, we and can confirm that. We had them last night. Um, Loti, Longoria, myself all had green poop after eating them. That's as blessed as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty blessed. blessed. It gets no more blessed. Yeah, it's it was a weird green, too. It's like the gift that keeps on giving. You know? Yeah, it was... Uh, <laughs> It, does that make it more blessed or less blessed that it turns it your poop green? It makes it more blessed. And I'm going to say this. <laughs> now, correct me if I'm wrong. The Whopper, okay, in, in terms of the flagship burger yeah. of, like, the big three or big four chains, we're talking Wendy's, McDonald's, whatever, yeah. the Whopper's number one. Yeah, it's got the most name yeah. recognition. Because if you go to McDonald's, you're like, what's their signature burger? Is it the Big Mac or is it the Quarter Pounder with cheese? It, it, well, if if it's either of those, the Whopper blows either of those away. And Wendy's uh, on Wendy's doesn't even have a signature burger, really. No. Baconator. Yeah, now. There you go, Whopper all day long. And if it turns your poop green, that's an extra <laughs> added bonus. That now we're going to see McDonald's going. This will turn your poop pink. Like they're going to come up with you <laughs> yeah. know chicken nuggets will turn your poop pink. Um, you know, during Susan G. Coleman month, turning your poop pink would be a pretty good. That would Marketing every gimmick. every pink poop. The uh, McDonald's donates a nickel to the Coleman Foundation. There you go. Um, real quick, uh, Georgia Tennessee, who wins? In Tennessee, you know. Now Tennessee fans have gone off the rails. Uh, you know they they that that, that is a fan base. Uh, you know, oh, man, I haven't completely lost faith in Butch Jones to the extent that the Tennessee fan base has. Yeah, but dude can't finish a game, man. He can't finish a game. He can't finish a game. I think the Arkansas thing. I mean, these are all close losses yeah. they had, but it doesn't matter to Tennessee fans. I yeah. think I think the whole program is in kind of a 
a downward spiral now this season. So I think Georgia's catching them at the right time. They're probably in a bad mood. They got embarrassed. You know, I feel badly. You know, I'm embarrassed for picking Georgia to beat Alabama. So, yeah, uh, yeah Georgia bounces back. They probably, yeah, I, I, I think they win them by 10. All right. So. Georgia wins at Tennessee from the Lonely Tailgater. We thank you, brother. Have a blessed night. Captain Herb forever. You got it, brother. On Twitter, at Lonely Tailgater, by the way. Nina's in Canton. Nina, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hi, guys. How are you? What's going on, Nina? Ah, uh, well, kind of sort of. I had a, a truth taken out yesterday, and they had to... Break it off. And ah, all right. I, ooh, I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> Let's go to your <laughs> oh, question. Okay. My question is, uh, I'm an ex-cop, Daytona Beach, 17 years. Thank you for your service. You're welcome. And uh, I don't know whether I've gotten this right or not, but character, it's what was your first character impression of each other or and what character stood out the most? Does that make Characteristic? sense? Like between the three of us? Yeah, yeah. Go, go back mm-hmm. to your tooth. Tell me more about your tooth. <laughs> <laughs> what characteristic stands out? Uh, Longoria's his stoic work ethic. Okay. Lotee's Adam's apple. And um, I don't even know. What, what sticks out with me, guys? My nose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Jeez>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jews nugget. Yeah. Basically, that's what we got. Longoria's got a stoic work ethic. Chuck's got an Adam's apple that women would just die for, and I've got a Jewish nose. Those are our yeah. most notable characteristics. we got some of our favorite callers coming up, including Russ Maverick and Taylor. Ask us anything. You can officially ask us any question you want right now on The Mark Aram Show. i got some on Facebook, too, I want to answer as well. 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. I think we really got something in. What do we got? An idea. What idea? An idea for the show. I still don't know what the idea is. It's about nothing. Welcome back to the show. 1125, 64 degrees on Peachtree Street. Ask us anything. 404-872-0751-800-WSB-TALK. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk to you. Russ incoming. Russ, ask us anything, my friend. Hey, buddy. I have a radio question. Go ahead. Because you know my dad was a DJ, so I've been around this business. A legend, not a DJ, a freaking legend, Russ. Go ahead. Well, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Um, what, growing up in this business, we moved a lot. Like every three or four years, we moved to a new city, you know, Cincinnati, New York, Baltimore, Atlanta. You know, back and forth like that all the time. And uh, a lot of the DJs did. How did you stay at this station so long? Um, I just, uh, it's the, it's the best station in the country. Um, I got lucky. This is my first radio job. And, um, uh, my, my one goal every day is, is to not get fired <laughs> and it's worked well, out. I for mean, things happen. You don't necessarily get fired. Yeah. Stations oh, listen, and sold, things like yeah. That. I mean, well, the station's got, it's a, the Cox media group is an amazing company. I've had offers to go over state to go to other stations to be fair. And I've considered them. Um, but I just, you know, this is, this is home, man. It's 18 years here. I, it'd be weird to be anywhere else. Well, that's great. I'm glad you stayed. And I, I think that is WSB is the biggest station yeah. around. It's and what we don't cool. have, I mean, literally we don't have turnover here. If you look at the morning news really? show, um, Scott Slade, Marcy Williams, Kirk Mellish, um, Chris Camp, these people have been here for 20 years. 
Bob Cox only just retired. Uh, I mean, he didn't go into another state. He retired, and that's where Judd Hickenbotham came on board. Um, it, yeah, so, pe- I mean, once you're a WSB, people don't leave. That being said, I give Longoria and, and Chuck maybe another eight months, you know, before they're out of here. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, Taylor's in Bethlehem. Taylor, what's your question, buddy? Uh, what quality drew you to first speak to your significant others? Um, what quality? <laughs> Physical or yeah, yeah. Whatever. Um, I don't know. She just—it's uh, funny. I met my wife uh, while my buddy was trying to set me up with this other girl, my wife's friend. So it was—it um, was. I don't know. That's a good question. I'll have to think about it. Longoria? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean. I met her on my birthday. Birthing hips? I, <laughs> <laughs> she had wide birthing hips, and you're like, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's it right there. Low tizzle, hot neighbor. Was it the legs? The legs. The uh, legs, it was, right? It was the legs and backside. The backside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, if backside. we're going physical, I would, I would say chest and backside. Birthing hips. Yeah. Birthing hips. Yeah. All right, T-Bone, good question. Really? I, I got to see hot neighbor's I backside. Went to, I went to, uh, when we went to dinner, I mean, we were chatting, and, and she's cute and everything. But when she, I you know, got up and you know, gentlemen, yeah. and I was like, oh damn! And then I, I was like, all right, I got to get her number. I got to figure out how to worm my way in here. Speaking of fine backsides, Mark Aylwine's got your news coming up. We'll come back with more of your calls. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. This is the Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Clark Howard. Howard. From Dunwoody to Douglasville. Washington to Woodstock. Whatever and wherever there's Better severe weather, a traffic red alert, or breaking news. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center will break in. Depend on it. Greetings and salutation, Mark Aram listeners. It's Big Buford here. I'm not actually in the studio, but I am hungry. Do you got any food I can eat? Welcome back to the show, 1135, 25 in front of midnight. Mark Aram with you every Monday through Friday, 10 to 12 on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Chris Catan on the show Friday. You know who that is, Loti? Yeah, the dude from Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live, yeah, he'll be on the show Friday night on the Mark Aram Show. Remember when he played that monkey? Yes, you know, with the, the rock. <laughs> yeah. Remember he did that, him and the rock did a skit together playing those, that was hysterical. And they eat the apples and spit it all over. We'll have to bring that up on Friday. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, on this show tonight, we are doing the semi-annual AMA, Ask Me Anything, where it's your one chance to call up and ask us any question you want. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter, you can ask me at Mark Aram or post it on my Facebook page. Remind me, Longori, to, to hit the Facebook questions because okay. we got a bunch there for Cool. Uh, back to the phones, though. Maverick's in Atlanta. Maverick, welcome to the program. Hey, what's going on, guys? How are y'all tonight? How are you, sir? Doing good, doing good. It's a couple more days to the weekend, so I'm not complaining. We're, we're halfway home, buddy. Exactly. Hey guys, just wanted to reach out to y'all and see what your opinions were on open carry in Georgia as far as, far as uh, firearms go. And also, second question, thought a lot on the internet, it's kind of posted around, fortunately for the sad events of all the mass shootings, especially at local colleges uh, and small communities. What is your opinion on having retired veterans armed at public schools? There, there has to be a solution there. I don't know what it is, but I think you know collectively we're smart enough to come up with one. Whether it's it's uh, if that's uh, the least expensive option is to have um, you know law-abiding citizens volunteer at schools. I don't know. Um, I I am a, uh, a you know a, a defender of the Second Amendment for sure, uh, but I, I don't know. I think something. 
how there needs to be a solution to how these whack jobs can we can prevent these whack jobs from getting firearms. There has to be, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I don't know how. It, again, I don't know the answer, um, but uh, you know that that kid in Oregon that he shouldn't have had a gun. I mean, just, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, so yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm a I'm a firm believer of the Second Amendment, but we have to do it better. You know, there's got to be a way. A screening process, something I don't know that that prevents these these nut jobs from getting these guns. Chuck, I'm assuming I know the answer uh, to you on on both these questions. Yeah, no, I'm I, I'm I'm with you. We could do it better, but nobody really knows how. Yeah, and then how far do you take it? Where okay, somebody says, well, you got to screen them harder. Well, who decides what the criteria yeah. is, and then who implements that? It, it's it's almost an impossible thing to try and figure out at this point. There there has to shouldn't. be there has to be a better situation than what we have right now though yeah there, there has to be they're just I, I think one of the issues though if guys knew in a place like that school that there is armed security or that it is you are able if you have a licensed concealing carry permit that there's a possibility that the room you walk into sure anybody in there has but, a but gun, i think with these nut jobs it really would, it wouldn't matter for them i really don't i think it would only in the fact that they always go to gun-free zones yeah. None of these ever happened. Well, there was a guy uh, on campus with a concealed carry permit. Like but it was Yeah, but you can't carry on campus. No, it, he had it on him. It wasn't a gun-free zone. Yeah, it it was, was Well, he had it on him. Okay, we may yeah. we may really have and I, yeah. I'll, I'll be honest, I have a concealed carry and I I do carry it into some sure, places yeah. I'm probably not supposed to. But um I, I think if that was more predominant, I'm not saying yeah. that's the fix. I think there's a probably better fix, but I think in the interim, I, I don't know. I'd feel much more comfortable if I knew there was armed security on yeah. my college as opposed to anybody could just walk on and start mowing people down. Yeah. I, I just, the, I w- there has to be a solution. We have yeah. to be able to come up with something. Kevin's in Atlanta. Kevin, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, how's everybody? What up, brother? Hey, you got two questions. First one, who is the first official caller to the Mark Aram Show? And then the second one is what topic has had the most or the longest life? Like, uh... I think it was finding Pedro or the Mexican <laughs> cleaning guy. <laughs> Where is Hector? Where is Hector? Um, that's a good Hector, question. There you go. Now the now the Mark Aram show ran on the weekends for thirteen years, so you, the first caller to that, I have no idea. But the first caller, there was a woman, was the first caller. I want to say her name was Deborah on the Daily on the Daily on Mark one? Aram I show. I don't remember those. Deborah or Hannah or something like that. Yeah, I um, have to go back and pull it. The longest running bit. It might have been. Um, where is Hector? Yeah, I don't know. it went for a while. Yeah, and then he was done with us. Yeah, and now, <laughs> yeah. and now the company that uh, hires the cleaning crew has hired all English speaking people. They all speak. Yeah. <laughs> they're Very like, good English. they're like, we're not going to get thrown under the bus on the Aram show again. So, um, <laughs> well, we're yeah. three days in on the zit now. Yeah, we are. Well, the zits. I mean, well, the, it's almost yeah. gone. Yeah. The zit is almost gone. But that gre- doesn't mean the topic's done. That's true. You're absolutely right. The green poop could live on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that could go for we a while. We just started today. We so. need to keep finding uh, stuff that makes our poop green. David's in Tucker. David, welcome to the program. Well, I'm so glad I'm following the green poop comment. <laughs> <laughs> I set that up perfectly for you, David. Ah, uh, thank you, sir. Uh, well, I miss your uh, back from your fasting episode, so I was wondering uh, how did it go? How did it make you feel? And will you do it again? And if so, how often will you do it? My fasting? Yes. For Yom Kippur? Yes. Well, I'll do it every year <laughs> at the holiday. Uh, it was okay. I broke my fast uh, at Pasta Vino in Buckhead with uh, eggplant parmesan. Probably not the smartest thing to do to break my fast. 
Um, but yeah, it was it was good. You know, cleansed my soul. Does it get easier every year? No, it's hard. It's hard, man. It's tough because well, you've been doing it for forty years. Probably. Yeah, but it's. I mean, no, it doesn't get easier. I'm still. I'm still a fat bastard. I'm still hungry. <laughs> I'm, I still like to eat. Uh, but yeah, it, it went all right. What I used to do was try to sleep the day away. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that doesn't work either, because then you wake up and you're starving, and you're like, oh, I still got six hours to go. I did that as a teenager, and believe me, as a teenage boy doing that 24 hours, you, you want to eat the wallpaper. The worst Yom Kippur story I ever have, I was in college, 1993-ish, and when you're in school and uh, your parent, your buddy's parents come to town, traditional was they take everyone out to eat at the diner like that was you know like we haven't had we couldn't afford to go out to dinner so right, right. your parents uh your buddy's parents would take you know your friends out for for dinner and my buddy scratchy's dad shows up and takes us out to dinner and i'm like looking at the sun like watching it set like all right we got to hustle let's go you know like i gotta get to the <laughs> diner before the sun goes down and they were lollygagging and we got to the diner and the sun was down so as a starving college kid I couldn't eat at the diner, and everyone's eating cheeseburger deluxes and disco fries and chocolate shakes, and I'm like, can't eat. That was that was a horrible. Scratchy's dad was a nice guy, but he was a lollygagger. You should have told him, hurry it up. I dude. was trying. I'm like, come on, we got to get there before the sun goes down. LeVar's in Stockbridge. LeVar, you're on the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, gentlemen? How are you, sir? I'm doing very well. My question is, if you can choose three actors for your childhood, your teenage years and your adult life which three would you choose to play in your movie play me in a movie yes um i would say as a kid uh the guy from uh, wonder years kevin arnold from wonder years my teen years would probably be adam sandler and me now probably David Schwimmer. i think those would be the three <laughs> the, the three people that would play me in a movie longoria Actors for your uh, three uh, stages the fat of life. kid on Stand by Me. What was his name? <laughs> oh, the, what about? Uh, uh, yeah, I forgot his yeah, name. I don't know. Yeah, right. River Phoenix, maybe. That who's not the fat kid? Oh, okay, uh, well, the fat kid. <laughs> fat kid from uh, I don't, Stand my... by Me. Teen years. The the so nobody so nobody's gonna take Macaulay Culkin. Oh, Chuck would be Macaulay. Yeah, Culkin. Chuck would I did be Macaulay for a younger one. I'm sitting here drawing a blank. I was yeah, like, I don't like, even know how to know. answer this. So yeah, you guys. Are I think help me. I think uh, Chuck's teen years maybe uh, DiCaprio. I think it would be, uh, and then the guy from uh, for your your now years, the guy from the Transporter, the British <laughs> Jason actor, Statham. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, that's, that's all right. You're Statham. You're Statham. Yeah, yeah. I think Chuck. I think Longoria's teen years would be the Hispanic kid from Saved by the Bell. <laughs> okay, and I don't know who would play Slater. Yeah, Slater. Yeah, I'd see Slater, teenage Slater. I don't know. I'd have to think about who you who'd play you now. Who, who's the guy that we, we interviewed? The, the the Hispanic guy you interviewed a couple of weeks ago that was in like uh, the one movie that you we couldn't stop talking about. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's dude. his name. Oh, uh, his name is from uh, Training Day. <laughs> yes, yeah. I could see that. Yeah, yeah or yeah. or Pachanga from uh, Carlitos Way. Yeah. yeah, he was the Mexican dude in. Yeah. Um, he's in the Mexican. Feel like and everything. you guys have the same facial hair. You can grow it the same way. What about uh, what's his name from um, Boogie? Nights, the Mexican yeah, guy from yeah, 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 that dude, that, that dude, guy, yeah, yeah, that's me. All right, that'll be him. <laughs> Chips in Columbia, South Carolina. How are things in South Carolina, Chip? You okay? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I dodged the bullet and everything, Mark. Good, good to hear that. You know, some people weren't so fortunate, as you can see, in the city. 
and Charleston, you know, and, and elsewhere and all that. And the, low country, all, the low country is still dealing with it right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, the levees, the dams, you know, where that water was at. Crazy. You know, that was it. But where I live at, you know, it's out in the county. But we don't have, you know, all the ponds, you know, all these waterscapes and all, all these dams and levees and all that. So the worst that happened to me was, you know, just some water on my floorboard, all that rain, excessive rain coming down and all that. Just we have older cars, you know, me and my wife and, you know, went out there, you know, one day to start it up. And I was like, wow, where else water come from? You know, just leaked into the car. But we didn't get flooded out. Good. No damage to our homes. Um, Good to hear. Oh, by the way, if people want to donate, WSBRadio.com, you can donate to the uh, Red Cross in South Carolina to help your folks out. Thank you. Thank you so yeah. much. And, and your prayers, your prayers and your thoughts and everything. You like got that. it, brother. But, you got it. All right, what's, have, your, what's your question? No, no, we have a curfew. We have a curfew, you know, it's at midnight. You know, that's the only thing that touched me because, you know, I'm doing my retirement job. I mean, you'll be a trespass, they'll give you a ticket. Okay. And all that, but um, no, I wanted to share something with you. Please, you know, I'm on my retirement job and all that. And you and I are both characters. Well, anyway, my dispatch sent me out. You know, Macy Bridge. You know, had some characters out there, high speed photographic equipment. And you can't make this up. And I kid you not, I haven't been drinking, or no smoking or nothing. But I went out there and I made contact with them. You know, they looked like sort of like kind of like scientists. You know, Lewis and Clark types or whatever. And what are you guys doing? And they said, uh, we're out here taking pictures of UFOs. I kid you not. What? Man. They're taking pictures. They have these. Did they get any? Photograph. I think they did. I think they did. But I had to shoo them away because this is private property. Yeah. You got to get, you know, permission and all. But I thought that would make your day because I'm the one that told you about the cheat. The gooey duck. The gooey duck. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Great call, Chip. We got to run. Godspeed to you and the folks in South Carolina. We'll come back. uh, Rapid fire questions on this AMA. 404-872-0750. Casey, Mimi, John, and Jared. Plus, we got to give out star of the show. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. All right, real quickly, ask me anything questions to finish out the show. 404-872-0750. Casey's in Athens. Casey, what's your question for us? What's going on, guys? How are you, buddy? Um, Real quick, I've listened to your show months before I even saw you, Mark, on TV. So I guess my question is, your personality and the way you sound, talk, whatever, and matching your appearance on TV or nothing like I've never, uh, I guess your parents. <laughs> what did you think? What did you think I looked like? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I just, it's just weird. Like I listened to you and then we saw you on TV and it's like, no way. That, that can't be the same guy. <laughs> That's the same dude. Uh, the first <laughs> time I heard Neil Bortz, I thought he was like five foot one, 110 pounds. He sounded like just a little weenie. And I, <laughs> when I met him, I was like, oh, he's like six four, two ninety. 290. Yeah. All right, different dude. <laughs> Mimi's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Mimi. Hey, Mark. Two questions really quick. Okay. Okay, so I heard how you guys all ended up here. But how did you all link up to do the show? Like, did you choose Chuck and Longoria? Or no, how- I was forced. <laughs> no. I was forced to take Chuck totally and Longoria. Forced. And okay. uh, I was not happy, to be honest, because I didn't know these bananas, you know? Uh-huh. I was like, I'm finally getting my own show. And then they're sticking me with these clowns I've never even heard of. Um, okay. But it worked out well. Yeah. Okay. And second, mm-hmm. did you ever send that caller his computer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the guy in Kentucky. I don't know if he got there. We mailed it to him. 
Whatever. <laughs> if he's listening, maybe I mean we, I, don't I never think he's listening. Yeah, I, don't think he's listening I never got a thank you letter. Well, the last call we got from him wasn't a very good thank. Yeah. It had you in it, but it, didn't, it wasn't <laughs> it a wasn't thank, thank you. you. Yeah, no. Jared's in Monroe. Jared, what's your question, buddy? First of all, tons of blueberries will turn your poop neon green. Really? All right. Tomorrow on the show, that. we're yeah. eating pints oh of blueberries tomorrow. Yep. Because Monroe has lost a great teacher today. Um, and Coach Mike Head, the teacher that touched your life the most. Who was that? <sighs> That's a great question. Veronica Santo. Ronnie Santo, my fifth grade teacher, former nun. Um, I'm still friends with her to this day. She, she touched me the most. Chuck? Kelly McKeever. He was my freshman, big, huge ex-football player, linebacker. He was my uh, football coach and my uh, freshman science teacher. He was awesome. Uh, Mrs. Davis. She was my uh, theater arts teacher. You're not your English as a second language teacher? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> John in Atlanta. John, what's, real, real quick, what's your question, buddy? Going back to what the guy was talking to you earlier, um, you know, if there's a gun-free zone like a school, do you not think it's their responsibility to have – at least some armed security and metal detectors there. Who's going to pay for you? that? Well, I mean, if I walk into a school like that, I'm going to school at, say, UGA, and I can't carry, then it's like that guy was saying earlier, that's a magnet for these, these crazy lunatics to come in there. Uh, but it, that's, um, and, see, that's where I disagree. I think the crazies, whatever, they're going to shoot up people no matter what. I don't think that, uh, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think a, a carry... You know, someplace that could have guns is a deterrent. These guys are nuts. They're absolutely crazy. Michael, what's your question, real quick, buddy? Everybody, clap your hands. Twice. Good job, Michael. Thank you, bud. Bob and Marietta, you get the final question of the show. In Buckhead today, I found a silver Corvette with the tag that said traffic. Is that any of your traffic reporters? Uh, that might be Doug Turnbull's. Was it a VW uh, van? No, it was a silver Corvette. Oh, no. No one in traffic can afford a oh, silver no, Corvette. Oh, no way. <laughs> Not a chance. All right, real quick from uh, from Facebook. Paul says, if you could do any other job besides radio, what would it be? Chuck? Whoa. Uh, I'd probably be a guide back home. A guide? Yeah. Longoria? Like hunting, fishing. I have no idea. Drug mule? <laughs> yeah, probably. I would. Uh, I'd be. A, I, I, I don't know. I'd be a manager at Publix. That'd be. That'd be my job. Oh, yeah, we talked yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah, definitely yeah, I do about that. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? Uh, I want to give it to all the callers. We had some really good questions, except for that Obamacare question. They were all pretty really good. <laughs> yeah, that was. Um, I get. I don't know. You want to throw Stansberry a bone? Tailgater. Sure. All right. I don't think he's been on the board in a while. So. Yeah, no. That's cool. Lonely Tailgater is the star of the show. Uh, tomorrow night, we'll have little Sanjay in studio, Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. We might eat pints of blueberries to make our poop turn green. And Friday, Chris Catan, formerly of Saturday Night Live. We will continue the conversation on Twitter, at Mark Aram, Facebook, Mark Aram WSB, Instagram, Mark Aram. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G Network. 
the 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.